0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I'm your co-host, Justin Tyler McElroy.
1: And I'm Sydney Smurl McElroy. Why did we do middle names this time?
0: I'm trying to lend it an air of legitimacy.
1: <laughs> and saying our middle names science makes is, it legitimate?
0: Science is under attack. And who do we turn to? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, uh, Carl. problem. Carl Carl Sagan. Um, his middle name was Carl. Bill. I
1: don't know that you know that.
0: Bill, the science guy. Nye. He's got a lot mm-hmm. of names. That's where that. That's where we're turning to. So I'm trying to legitimize
1: it. I I usually think that the reason people might listen to me, perhaps when it comes to matters regarding science, is not so much my middle name as the the doctor that comes before very, my name, or perhaps very, alternatively the MD that comes after.
0: Very 2015 of you. Oh the very twenty fifteen, oh. very outdated. It's all about attitude, confidence.
1: <laughs> but what about the fact that I actually went yeah. and acquired no, 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 the, no, no, the skills and knowledge and training you're necessary you're to understand as as your and last interpret fact, this sort of you're only as good as your okay. last fact. okay, all right.
0: Um, but this is Subman's. This is our show where we talk to you about science. I want to say up front, thank you to everybody who supported us in the Max Fund Drive.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate uh, you. Justin, other than me where do you like to go for your new health wellness information? Hi, for yeah, you?
0: we've been married for fifteen <laughs> years. I know a trap when I see one, and I am not walking into that one. Uh, thank you very much.
1: Well, you know where a lot of people like to go these days: uh, social media, and and not so much Facebook anymore, right? Like that's the past. Yeah, it's. Um, I believe the kids today would say it is. Chugi.
0: Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! I believe. Just breaking it off. I don't really know.
1: I think I'm Chuggy Probably. I don't know what it means. It sounds bad. Uh, I'm. I'm still not clear. But uh, I don't think they're going to Facebook anymore. And I. I feel like even Twitter is, is so yesterday. So yesterday. Um, TikTok is where the health trends of the future are found.
0: Yeah. In sixty second bursts, so it doesn't take you a lot of time to learn the information, which I love. That
1: right, and that's that's how you know something's true is that you can completely understand it in sixty seconds and master it.
0: If you can't, that's teach how it science me, works. If you can't teach it to me in sixty seconds, it's proud. That's too much time, so I got to have it in sixty seconds, or I can't buy it.
1: So we've gotten some emails and some people at uh, at work actually asked me about this. I've had a few questions lately, and I I came across this. Organically uh, about papaya seeds and their popularity on TikTok.
0: Well, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not a science person myself, but th- I believe those are derived from the papaya.
1: Yeah, that's great, Justin. You mm. figured that one right out. Yes. Okay, so. Yes. So there is a new trend on TikTok. I think uh, one one user started it. Um, showed like a drink she had made of. Papaya seeds, like a smoothie with other things. I forget. I think there was garlic and Sounds beet and some things in there. Well, I mean, if you blend it enough.
0: Yeah, that's I true. Guess. You can blend anything. Will it blend? Yeah. You
1: if you've got a will it blend, which is what we call our blender.
0: <laughs> yeah, because we for some reason our four-year-old got really into will it blend. She loves like old memes. So
1: now <laughs> she'll be like, can I have a smoothie in the will it blend? Anyway, uh, there was one user who basically ate, like, a half of a papaya's worth of seeds and then said, hey, guys, hey, guys, this is great because it cleansed me of parasites. That's what it's for. It will get all the parasites out of you, and I know that it worked because I saw them come out, and you should do this at home. And the instructions are pretty vague, um, like, because now, by the way, I have— I don't know what the TikTok algorithm is exactly, You're, but it's destroyed. Another, Mine is, I mean, smashed to pieces
0: on on another social media platform. Sydney has
1: <laughs> triumphantly
0: sacrificed her her algorithm for you, the people.
1: I I have so many fake wellness videos coming to me now, but anyway, I watched a bunch of these, and it seems like it's pretty vague as to exactly how you need to ingest the seeds. Some people just eat spoonfuls of them. Um, they apparently taste bad. We'll get into that. So some people just swallow them whole. Uh, other people were making them into drinks and smoothies and whatnot. Um, one way or another, the idea, everybody says the same thing. Like, I'm going to do this. And then either they come back later and they're like, well, that, I don't know if it did anything. My stomach was upset. I didn't feel great. But, like, there you go. And other people are like, I saw worms come out of my butt. It was awesome. <laughs> um,
0: Totally, totally awesome.
1: Now, the reason why you might think, according to various users on TikTok and then articles about this, the reasons you might think you have a parasite, what sort of symptoms might you be having? Um, Things like bloating, cramping, diarrhea, constipation, fatigue, brain fog – Weight loss, just generally feeling unwell, yes, any of these things could be
0: anything, folks. let's be honest.
1: <laughs> any of these things could be a symptom of a parasite that you didn't know you had, and if you can just get it out of you is kind of like unlocking the power all the health and wellness that you have thus far of which you have been health driving. is inside you. it's your right, you just need to claim it. Mm-hmm. Why is everybody so certain that we have worms? <laughs> And that's my question. Why is it because this seems to be a common trope, especially when it when you get into like alternative medicine and then beyond alternative, which is just the straight up trying to take advantage of you fake stuff. because I think I do distinguish between that, right? I mean, people who, the true believers, the good faith efforts, and then the it is, it is in the our, scam artists.
0: it's in our nature to believe that there's some lever. That we have not pulled, that if we pull it, everything will be better. It's just human nature to believe that. Like maybe it's hydration. Like if I was just hydrating a bit more, mm-hmm. um, and some of those are healthy, right? Like, yeah, hydrate a bit more. Yeah, drink it's like water. 5%, you know, I don't know, 10% better. I don't know. Meditate, yeah, it's like 5 or 10% better, but there's not, but we're looking for like, if it's like, oh, I'm full of worms, well, clearly, if I can just eliminate that. That's gonna turn the whole yeah. ship around. Well, and if you that's are that's been my problem, is like I've I've got a bunch of worms.
1: And if you do have a parasite that's untreated, certainly you, you would feel ill. I think we're all in a More than likely. There. Um now, first of all, let's let's explore this papaya idea. Okay. I wanna start there. Where where does the idea that papaya seeds specifically are helpful? Because there is like a seed with <laughs> a seed of truth within the papaya ah. seed myth. That that this all stems from. So there's there has been interest in the medicinal benefits of the fruit papaya, like the whole thing, for a long time. Um, And this is true of a lot of fruits and vegetables, right? Like I I say papaya, but you could replace that with a lot of different, you know, singular foods who have that have been like explored and like used for all kinds of different health benefits, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for, like, for a while, it was avocado, not just because people wanted to be mean to millennials, but also just, like, the avocado is a superfood, and if everybody eats it, they'll feel great all the time. It's like, well, no, I mean, avocados are great, but they're just one food, yeah. right? Like, there, there's a lot of foods that are good for you. Um, so, papaya, it, like many of these, has been explored for its health benefits. It has a lot of vitamins, it's got antioxidants, it's got fiber. I mean, there is no... there is. There is absolute truth to the statement that papaya, as part of a balanced diet, is certainly good for you and has good things in it. Thanks, papaya. Right, Uh, you cannot exist on papaya alone,
0: Mm. as the old as the old axiom says.
1: (laughs) But uh, there is certainly nothing wrong with eating papaya, Um, and you know it's a within a a lot of fruit within reason. People get carried
0: away with the papaya. I bought in bulk. Costco had you know thirty papayas for ten dollars. I bought thirty papayas, and this is all eaten.
1: If you eat enough of any one thing, you're probably going to have problems. There it is. I mean, that's just the truth. Even water, right? Yeah. In excess. You can get sick. Uh, but but are the seeds helpful too? So the seeds, if you have explored papaya seeds, you know this. I don't think I've ever gotten intimate with papaya seeds, like up close <laughs> and personal, <laughs> to try to figure out what their deal is. But I guess they're like, they're little hard black seeds that are encased in sort of like gooey, wet, slimy, bubbly things. Yum. Yeah, delicious. I, I guess they, ca- they taste kind of bitter and peppery. One person compared them to horseradish.
0: Nature's way of telling you don't eat this. <laughs> you mean?
1: They're not inherently bad for you. It's not like, we've talked about this on the show before. There are some things, there are seeds to some things that contain cyanide. Apples. And they, that can be very bad if you eat enough of them. Um, I don't have anything like that about papaya seeds to tell you. They do contain some nutrients, as does the rest of the fruit. There are some things. If you swallow them whole, you're not really going to get that. Just as as a side note, because then you're just getting like undigestible fiber that's going to take a trip through you on its way back to the earth. <laughs> essentially, <Wee! laughs>
0: you turn yourself into a human Schlitter bomb.
1: <laughs> just for these seeds. But um, but so I mean, it's not like I, there's an, I can't sit here and say like they're bad for you inherently, or that they're you know they're going to harm you. I guess if you feel like you want to eat some papaya seeds i don't really have a strong reason to tell you not to um this probably stems from a 2007 study that was done se- it
0: probably stems from a papaya plant <laughs>
1: <'Cause-> waka, waka. <sighs> there was a study done in nigeria uh on 60 children who I believe were asymptomatic, but did were found to have intestinal parasites. And it's important to note, by the way, and we're going to get into this more. But like the way they knew that these uh, participants in the study had parasites is that they did microscopic evaluation of their stool, because that's what it takes to see a parasite. Microscopic mm. evaluation of the stool, and you have to know what you're looking for. I'm
0: assuming it'll be important later.
1: (laughs) You have to know what you're looking for. Uh, So they did that. They confirmed that these 60 participants did indeed have parasites. They gave half of them um, air-dried papaya seeds, so not, like, fresh out of the papaya. That's what they show you in a lot of the TikToks. It's like somebody, like, cuts open a papaya, and they're sitting there holding the whole half of papaya, and they have a spoon, and they're just spooning the seeds straight out of it and eating them. (laughs) In this study, they air-dried the seeds and mixed them with honey, And then the other half of the kids just got honey. And then they checked their stools for a week. And in this one small study, they did see that the kids who got the papaya seeds had a higher rate of clearing the parasites than the kids who just got honey. So interesting, right? Mm -hmm. Like in this one study, it seemed like for some kids, adding the papaya seeds to the honey made it more likely that you wouldn't find parasites in their stool a week out. Yeah. So... What does that mean for everyone else? I have no idea. It's never been replicated. <laughs> it's never been validated. It's never been proven outside of this one small study. There is no, like, real world, like, so now let's deploy it to the population as a whole and see what happens. None of that has ever—it is just this. There you go. Interesting, right? Yeah. That's where that's where science starts. You try something out, you see possibly something, and then you investigate further. It's just nobody's investigated further. Except for TikTok. TikTok took it upon themselves.
0: Yeah, get get in there.
1: (laughs) To investigate further. This is all of the evidence. Um, There has been, like, over time, some in vitro studies, meaning in a lab studies of, like, what if we take these extracts of papaya and put them on, like, inflamed tissue and, you know, in a petri dish or in a rat or something, or like tumor cells or you know, to stimulate the immune system, all these different things. But none of this has been done outside of laboratory sort of initial investigations. No no routine evidence has has been derived from this that has shown it is effective on any of these things. So papaya seeds are not a cure for anything. They do not treat anything. They do not—please do not use them for cancer or— parasites or inflammation, infection, anything. We have no evidence at this point that they do that. So where does all this, like, why? Because as I was watching these, I'm thinking, like, first of all, most of these users are probably from the U.S. I'm making this assumption, Um, but at least the TikToks I watched. They have not, I mean, I hope, been recently traveling all over the world. There's a pandemic, so... Hopefully they haven't been traveling all over the place.
0: I thought they said they wrapped that up.
1: So you almost certainly do not have a parasite, people in your tick in these TikTok videos. It's just statistically, it is highly, highly unlikely.
0: There are countries, as we've covered, where yes. like it's pretty common. I mean yes. much more and I'm, common.
1: Than I'm not the saying US. it's impossible. Certainly sure. you can get yeah. a parasite in the US. Mm-hmm. It is possible. And if you have recently traveled to a place where parasites are endemic, then yes, you possibly could have gotten infected with a parasite. Um, I and I have seen people here in the U.S. who like went camping and just drank out of creeks for a while and got something like Giardia, which yeah. is a parasite you could get. So like it, it does happen, but it's incredibly rare, right? Um, not and something
0: everybody's struggling with all the time without knowing it.
1: No, because you know we are very lucky in that most of us in the U.S. not everyone, but most of us have have routine access to clean water. Our food supply is, for the most part, safe and uninfected. Um, We have shoes to wear. Just things that prevent you from getting infected with parasites that we take for granted, we have ready access to. So the chances that whatever symptoms you're having are related to a parasite, if you live in the U.S., are incredibly low. And beyond that, if you did have a parasite Mm -hmm. and it came out in your stool— You wouldn't know. Because
0: they are microscopic.
1: Yes. Um, there is a worm, and we've t- we've done an episode on it before, that you could see in your stool called Ascaris. Remember we talked about it? It's a big round worm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's ob- like, you know it too. It's not like, a, hey doc, do you think this is a worm in my stool? It's a... Oh dear God! There's a worm in my stool. What have I done? I'm burning. Uh, I'm
0: going to burn my toilet.
1: Yes, like this. I'm moving. <laughs> then you move. No, that you know when an, when it's an asterisk. When, and we did a we did an episode about it. You, we we've talked about this, but everything else. I even so as part of my training, I took a course on tropical medicine, a month long course, uh, and part of what I had to do was learn how to do uh, stool evaluations for O and P parasite um, because they're really difficult to do. You have to look at a lot of them to get used to what the eggs look like in the stool, to what the actual little teeny forms of the parasite that you can see in the stool, what they look like. It's not as simple as like just looking in the toilet and seeing it. It's a skill that it takes a while to develop. I am by no means, even though I've taken a whole course in it, I am not an expert in it either um, because you really have to practice it for a lot, a long time to get really good at it. So you wouldn't know. Whatever these people are seeing, that they're parasites. like, I think it's a worm. Yeah. It's not. It's just not. I can tell you that. Also, papaya seeds can upset your stomach and give you heartburn. Again, not. I'm not saying they're deadly. I'm not saying, you know, but like some of the TikTok users said that, like they felt pretty lousy after attempting this. Yeah. So drawbacks to yep. be sure. But why is everyone so obsessed with deworming themselves? I don't know. I want to talk more about that question mm-hmm. but first let's go to the billing department let's go the
2: medicines the medicines that
0: Uh, And the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to Factormeals.com slash Sawbones50 and use code Sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code Sawbones50 at Factormeals.com slash Sawbones50 to get 50% off. We have wasted this world. Our magic put a storm in the sky that has rendered the surface of our planet uninhabitable. But beneath the surface. Well, that's another story entirely. In a city built leagues below the apocalypse, survivors of the storm forge paths through a strange new world. Some seek salvation for their homeland above. Others seek to chart the vast undersea expanse outside the city's walls. And others still seek what else? Fortune and glory. Dive into the Ether Sea, the latest campaign from the Adventure Zone every other thursday on maximumfun.org or wherever you listen to podcasts sydney worm fever is sweeping this nation and uh i you're going to explain it to me
1: so first of all i think it's interesting the word do you know what the word parasite means um i came across this i don't think i'd ever looked up the the Para means
0: word. with or next to, right?
1: Well, it's from it's from a Greek word. Oh, I'm never gonna guess it then. <laughs> Parasitos, which means one who eats at the table of another. Ooh. Think about it. Next to, yeah, I got okay. that. I got that okay. part right. Okay. That's when gross. you eat at the table of another, so gross. that's because a parasite eats a, off of you <laughs> and doesn't give anything back. That's the nature of a parasitic relationship. It takes and takes and takes just doesn't give gross um, and I think I think there are several reasons why people are interested obsessed terrified live in fear of this particular thing um, one is that the symptoms can range from as we sort of already alluded to the fairly obvious to the very very vague um, if you are experiencing new onset of nausea diarrhea, Pain, bloating, weight loss, it, it could be pretty clear, like, something is going on. I'm mm-hmm. I'm concerned. But if your symptoms are fatigue or a decreased appetite, a little bit of, like, dyspepsia, like, just upset stomach, what we would call, like, I don't know, my, my tummy's upset today, that kind mm-hmm. of thing, or brain fog – I, I certainly don't think that's very obvious. Yeah. Um, I, You know, when you see lists of, like, you might have a parasite if, and these symptoms are in there. Yeah. That's a tough, it's tough to know what to do with that information. Um,
0: a lot of it is just, like, it's called being human. <laughs> like, honestly, especially right now, man, everybody's more tired than they'd like to be, I think. No,
1: that's fair. Um, and I think it plays on a very obvious fear. That, like, idea that you've been invaded by something. Mm-hmm. I think that's scary, and there's something about I think for whatever reason, viruses and bacteria. That although maybe maybe the past year will have changed this, but I don't feel like you get that sort of um, disgust response. Especially like if you think about a virus, it seems like such a it's not a sterile thing by nature, but it feels like this weird little half living, almost mechanical thing. It's more abstract too. Exactly.
0: you know, you don't see viruses running around and think, oh, it'd be so yucky if one was inside me, which with worms, I think that
1: happens. Yeah, you can see pictures of, I mean, if you look up pictures of like what a tapeworm looks like. I like don't mean a to use and worms stuff. and
0: parasites in, in, interchangeably, but you all know what we're,
1: well, what we're talking about here. And for, to, I yes, we shouldn't use them interchangeably. There are a lot of parasites that aren't worms. Um, but I think for a lot of these people who, lay people who are trying these sort of at-home natural parasite cures – They are conflating the two right? because a lot of them talk about worms coming out um, in the same breath that they'll say it's an anti-parasitic. But there's also, like, a lot of misinformation out there that would urge you to think you do have one. It's not just if you go looking for it. If you have sort of the thought all on your own, do I have a worm, and then go looking for the information— Even if you don't have that thought, I feel like there's a lot of stuff out there on the internet that would make you think it. Yeah. Um, I found an interview uh, that Goop did. (laughs) um, It's quality. mm -hmm, With a naturopath. And it was titled, You Probably Have a Parasite. Here's what to do about it.
0: These frigging guys over there, these guys, I tell you, at Goop, just the pits.
1: She in this in this interview, this person estimates that four out of six of her patients have a parasite, which I thought was interesting that she didn't um, (laughs) get two out of three. She didn't reduce it. (laughs) Why didn't you reduce that fraction?
0: You know, twelve out of eighteen people have parasites. (laughs) It's a fact. I
1: thought thought it was so strange that it was four out of six and not two out of three, because two out of three sounds more impactful, frankly. Um, I
0: mean, I don't know. Four either way, out
1: four out of six of her patients, she thinks, have a parasite, and of course, they don't know it. Of she course. also counts Candida yeast as a parasite in her in this. Sort Which of I don't think is fair.
0: They contribute a lot to North America, <laughs> and I I don't think that label is fair.
1: Yeast makes beer, so
0: oh, I meant candida.
1: Oh, uh, huh. yeah. Yeah, this is when I'm going to get emails where people say Candida, and I have to remind everyone we've been over this. I looked it up. Candida, Candida. I think it just depends on where you're from.
0: Y'all, I beg They're of you. They're both fine. It's I be- fine. <laughs> I beg of you. Before you send an email attempting to correct my wife, who, as we did outline at the beginning, of this is a physician and professional science communicator. Please make sure you have your ducks in a row, because if you do not come correct in that email, which first of all, you may not need to send anyway, really just take a sec. But if you do not have all your ducks in a row, you're not going to hear about it. She's too nice. I'm going to hear about it for the rest of the night. This freaking,
1: can you believe this? And I would just like to say on that note, by the way, if I pronounce the name of a city or or town or someplace wrong, I'm very sorry. Uh, Sometimes it is confusing when you're not from that area. And uh, we have a place in West Virginia, a town that is named, if you read it, Hurricane. But it is Hurricane. And if you say Hurricane, everybody will be like, "Ah, actually, Uh. it's Hurricane. And... So just, you know, I'll cut you slack if you cut me slack. Haverhill, Massachusetts, looking at you. Um, anyway. What's the
0: one that was like a point? It was an island, Um. Mackinac.
1: Oh, yeah, Mackinac. Uh, Not Mackinac.
0: Not Mackinac. Yeah,
1: Mackinac.
0: And it's not Mike and I. (laughs) (laughs) I made that mistake.
1: Okay. So anyway, in this article, it says everything is caused by parasites, from rashes to teeth grinding to arthritis. Um, And it's Mm -hmm. curable, is the great thing. It's all curable with an eight-day goat milk cleanse. And then there's some herbs that she can prescribe to you probably Um, because it's like a bait and a trap thing because she says that uh, worms really love milk. Um, She thinks goat milk is better than cow milk for reasons that cannot be – I can't really firmly understand. But goat milk is better than cow's milk. So you put the goat milk in there and the parasites all come out of the walls of your intestines and are like, yummy, yummy, yummy goat milk. And then they get killed by all the – Um, herbs that will kill worms that are in there. Um, It's preferable that it's raw milk.
0: Yeah, of course. uh,
1: Because who would want to pasteurize this stuff? And also, once you've killed the worms and dewormed yourself, it's important that you stay away from heavy metals, EMF, chemicals, you know, those things that make you predisposed to getting parasites. It's
0: hilarious that you're trying to get parasites out of your body and you're like, make sure it's raw milk because we don't want this pasteurized (laughs) junk here. I want, I want you to actually introduce something. Harmful and
1: and I found system. there are a ton of websites like this. I just sort of went scanning, looking for like, what are people who peddle in this sort of thing? What are they saying about parasites? And there was another website uh, from a functional medicine uh, person who listed things like all digestive problems. What's that mean? Um,
0: functional medicine? Uh,
1: functional medicine is is one type of alternative medicine. It's it's fairly hard to define as one thing it's kind of vague it's like the idea that like the root cause of a disease which is what you have to get to is based on like it's like individualized to you and based on what's happening in your body as well as like things from the outside and different systems and so like treatment plans can be individualized. Okay. Which I know it. that sounds like a nice thing on the surface. Like, mm-hmm. well, yes, I, I want my doctor to be listening to me and make a treatment plan that makes sense for me, but it's not like that. It's like we wouldn't cure this infection the same way in two people when like sometimes, no, you just use the antibiotic right, works just, or whatever. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so... Again, all of the things that could be symptoms of worms according to this uh, functional medicine professional are things like digestive problems, gas or constipation, skin issues, itching, rashes, muscle and joint pain, fatigue, never feeling full, constant hunger, which, I mean, that's me. I'm tired. And I'm always hungry, which <laughs> I just thought meant I had kids. <laughs> yeah. um, iron deficiency, anemia, again, with the teeth grinding, anxiety. Itchy butt, ah, ha, ha, ha. yeah. Although, which I mean, you know, it, when a kid has an itchy butt, I do worry about pinworms. So, like, but a lot of kids don't come in and are like, "I have brain fog and an itchy butt." <laughs> <laughs> um, That's me. The solution is again like a list of herbs. Papaya seeds are on the list, but there's also pumpkin seeds or grapefruit seeds or oregano oil, uh, wormwood, a lot of things like that. There are also a number of, like, personal experience type groups out there you can find. There are a ton of Facebook groups like this where people start sharing not just, like, their experience with worms, but, like, pictures of what they think is the worm they found in their toilet. So pictures of poop. Yeah. Um, and, and the recipes that they use, their herbal cures that they propose you should use or maybe sell on some sort of – yeah. I don't know, MLM or whatever. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, I found one that, like, the Facebook group got shut down because Facebook says they care about fake medical information. Mm-hmm. And so they, they reopened and started, instead of saying they're, like, worm cures, they started calling them fairy tales. Gross. Can no. you give me a fairy tale for a five-year-old who has worms or something? Yeah, they were treating kids in these groups, too. Oh,
0: my God.
1: Yeah. And I think all of this drives more fear because when you start, when you feel sick and you don't know why, and maybe you've been to the doctor a few times and the doctor isn't sure why you feel sick either. And you're having, you know, it's a process sometimes. Some things are really easy to diagnose. Some things take a few different visits, some different testing. It takes a while to get there. And if you're feeling frustrated and then you see somebody on the internet who's telling you, oh, well, here are all these symptoms. And you're like, well, I have those. And they're like, yeah, it's just a secret worm. And the doctors don't want you to know, which I don't know, why would I not? Anyway, um, then, you know, it can really fix that fear that, oh, that's what it is. And in some patients, we see that manifest as delusional parasitosis, meaning they have this fixed, incorrect belief that there are a number of or a singular parasite inside them and it's causing all these symptoms and we need to get it out. Um, which I think would be the subject of a whole other show. I don't want to get into that too right. much because there's there's more gallons in there, and there's a whole bunch of stuff that that has to do with. Um, but at the root of all this is the simple fact that you almost certainly, if you live in the US, don't have a parasite. Um, and if you do have a parasite, Uh, If you do have symptoms that you think are consistent with that, if you have had some sort of like – if you've traveled somewhere where you think you've been exposed to something or if you have been like – like I said, like out in the woods drinking unfiltered creek water and you're sick, you should go to a doctor because there are actual real diagnostic tests we can do Mm -hmm. where we can investigate your stool and look for it. There There are tests. There are labs. I mean this isn't hard to diagnose. We can diagnose this. And there are actual real medicines that treat it and make it go away for good. It's not a process. You don't have to do any sort of cleanse. It has nothing to do with toxins. All of that is fake. It is that simple. It is an infection that occurs very commonly in other parts of the world. And it is incredibly easy to diagnose and treat if it's there. Yeah. Um, I thought this was interesting. As I was reading into this, I got into this whole conversation about this fear of parasites and this need to, like, that, that people will put out there to sell you things that you need to cleanse yourself of parasites led to this conversation about what if all parasites vanished? Ooh. What if we could rid the world of parasites?
0: Wouldn't that be a, a great world?
1: No. Huh. I thought this was really interesting. First of all, everything has a parasite, not just humans. There are parasites that, you know, feed off of all organisms, right? Uh-huh. Right. So if you rid the world of parasites— Initially, it would look really good because like in, pl- in places in the world where people can get infected with deadly parasites, they wouldn't, which mm. is great. So that's a good there's, thing. There's probably
0: a lot of plants. Yes. That would be doing better.
1: But then there are also a lot of uh, predators that are kept – their numbers are kept lower because of parasites. Mm. There are lots of things that eat crops whose numbers are kept lower because of parasites. So eventually, what would happen is like all of our food supplies would be devastated. Ecosystems would collapse. The oceans might become like swampy green mats of plants and things. Wow! Without parasites, um, it it would. I mean, it would be bad. Sounds bad in the long run without parasites. like parasites are part of our ecosystem. We've evolved alongside them, and there's a lot of interest in. Um, I started getting into like evolutionary biology and. This evolutionary biologist Lee Van Valen came up with this um, Red Queen theory. Have you heard of that? No, I have not. If you're if you're into evolution, then you've heard of all these theories. But basically, the idea it's based on a line from Alice in Wonderland, where the Red Queen says to Alice, "Now here you see, it takes all the running you can do to keep in the same place." The idea is that you're not more a species isn't more likely to become extinct over time. Mm -hmm. It has the same chance of extinction all the time. It just has to continually adapt and change based on pressures from other species mm-hmm. to avoid extinction, mm-hmm. and that's like why we, you know, keep evolving and changing hmm. and adapting to because to stay one another species will so we do so then somebody else does so that you know when I'm, all these species working together to We're avoid arm, extinction like an arms race yeah to stay in the same place which is. I don't want to say on the brink of extinction. The same, the same chance of extinction right. at all times. An arms race is exactly how people have described it, hmm. um, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, and it's also, it also led to this concept that this is, this means that sexual reproduction is absolutely necessary because sexual reproduction is a way of creating more like genetic biodiversity, mm-hmm. right? And that cr- that gives us the opportunity. To evolve and, like, continue um, traits that are preferable, you know, that Mm -hmm. are more uh, likely to help you survive and that kind of thing. So what all of this could lead to is the idea that if we didn't have parasites, which didn't force us to evolve in all these different ways to adapt and change and survive, then we wouldn't have sex. Wow. We would just reproduce asexually because all that, you know, genetic diversity would not be as necessary. Wow. Wow. Which could mean that only those of us who can bear children would continue to survive and just like asexually reproduce and those of you Justins who cannot.
0: Yes, but without the Justins, who would get rid of the spiders?
1: Well, certainly we're not going to have parasites to do it.
0: That's true. You can have parasites to kick around.
1: (laughs) There's also the less exciting thing, which is the hygiene hypothesis, which I think we've talked about a little bit on the show before, the idea that it's necessary to be exposed to a certain amount of, like, parasites and bacteria and viruses and all these different things and dirt and and stuff when we're younger Mm -hmm. so that we avoid, like, autoimmune conditions and allergies and stuff as we get older. Mm -hmm. Um, And without parasites, that would be a problem. So there are lots of reasons why parasites aren't so scary they're part of the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. In many ways, they are necessary to the continued, like, global survival of all life. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you don't want them inside you. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you probably don't have them. I mean, you still don't. And eating papaya seeds might make you feel lousy for a couple of days. It's probably not going to harm you in any real way. Yeah. But you don't have parasites to begin with, so... So no just eat the papaya Yeah, Compost you know?
0: the seeds Compost them
1: Yeah or go, I go plant them I don't know Maybe get any Whatever papaya I don't know Yeah but just like Eat papaya Because that's yummy And don't get medical advice From TikTok Or Goop As long as we're at it Yeah
0: Or anybody but Sydney
1: No 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 Don't <laughs> No don't no, Don't say that Just if you are concerned Because you have Non-specific symptoms That you're not really sure What's causing them it's And not, you need help Probably not Parasite. Go see a medical professional yeah. and discuss it with them.
0: Thank you so much for listening to our show. Thanks to the taxpayers for the use of their song Medicines as the intro and outro of our program. And thanks to you for listening and for your support at the Max Fun Drive again. Thank you so much. You're the best. Uh, we will be back with you again next week. But until then, my name is Justin McElroy.
1: I'm Sydney McElroy. And as
0: always, don't drill a hole in your head.
1: MaximumFund.org.
0: Comedy and culture. Artist-owned. Audience supported.
2: The 2021 pin sale has begun. Thank you so much to everyone who participated in the Max Fund Drive. This is the last year for a while that we'll be doing pins for Max Fund Drive, and the fifth year that we'll be selling pins and donating all proceeds to charity. The past year proved what we already knew. That having access to the internet at home is a necessity for work, school, healthcare, and keeping in touch with family and friends. So the proceeds from this year's pin sale will go towards Everyone On, a nonprofit working to bridge the digital divide. We're grateful that with your support, we'll be able to help low-income folks gain access to affordable computers, internet services, and digital literacy programs. The sale will run until May 28th. Folks at the $10 monthly level and above will have access to all of the Pins from the drive. That's 38 pins, one from every show on the network. We also have a special 2021 Max Fun Drive pin that all members can purchase. Go to maximumfun.org/pinsale for more info, and to learn more about Everyone On and support them directly, you can go to everyoneon.org.